All right, welcome back to the P7 Podcast, episode three this week. I am your host, Josh, joined by co-host Maxi. How are you, mate? Good, how are you? Very, very well. Big week in the on the tours this week. That's it, that's it. Another big week. And we'll um, jump straight into the PGA Tour, uh, BMW Champs at Olympia Fields. Um, what a finish. Where are we? That, that yeah, it is, doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, that's the most entertaining finish I think we've seen in a in the playoff um, for a little while. Um, for those who haven't seen it, for sure. Um, Ram had a one shot lead. DJ was coming down the 18th, um, hit it in the right rough, then proceeded to hit it to the back left portion of the green. Um, I think it was 60, about 56 feet. Um, away from the pin and made a snake to force playoff. Um, and that is not where the drama ended. So <laughs> went back down 18. Uh, both, well, essentially Ram missed the fairway right. Um, DJ missed it left, but hit a tree and it spat it back out into the fairway, um, a fairway away. So he played first, hit it to about 35 feet pin high. Um, Ram then hit his from the right rough into the back left portion of the green um, and had 66 feet. So he was away first and sunk it. It was ridiculous. Um, that part, I think it broke three different ways. Yeah, I wouldn't even... I mean, I saw videos of the camera crew and stuff trying to make the same part and <laughs> it was just ridiculous. Crazy, crazy. Going every I mean, which way possible. You got a roar and there's no crowd there. It's just sort of PGA Tour and media yeah. staff and got a roar. And then for someone who doesn't show emotion much, even the look on DJ's face was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then DJ proceeded to leave his Betty putt short. Um, so Ra- Johnny, big John Rahm wins in an epic, epic playoff. Um, just going through a few of the stats. So Ram made 90 plus feet in putts in um, the fourth round. Wow. Um, he also had a bit of drama. I don't know if you've seen it, but he didn't mark his ball on one of the days on one of the greens. Oh, that's right. That was this week. <laughs> and yeah, proceeded to get a one shot penalty. Um, oh, yeah. Would have been real costly. Um, I think we've all done it. <laughs> yeah. We've all done it at some point, but it's just a massive brain fade. Like yeah. he, he just said he wasn't thinking. Yeah. Oh, so, what happens? Yeah, I mean, created drama for us. So, playing did it get all. a nice kick out of the trees on one hole? I can't remember. I think that was yeah, in the, that the last a, round. There's a few of them that got that kick out of that shrub okay. on the right. I um, only saw one, and that looked well gone. <laughs> it did. It looked deep and it just spat it out. Yeah, so. Um, oh. But yeah, essentially it sets up this week um, at East Lake for the Tour Champs final. Um, I just want to go over one thing with Olympia Fields. I want to get your opinion on it um, and how they set up the course and how it played this week. Because um, yep. for me, that is how a playoff should be held. Um, with deep rough, um, penalising if you miss fairway, and then those greens were 
hard as a rock. Yeah, um, I think it was pretty pretty good. You, long roughs, you know, unless the greens are sort of getting to what we saw at um, Shinnecock a few years ago, um, you can't really argue with a course that's too hard as such, mm. I don't think. Yeah, um, me either. So, yeah, make it, make it as hard as you can. I'm all for it, especially, <laughs> yeah, in this format as well. And But I think the drama that that created down the stretch, especially in that playoff, it just made it so much more interesting yeah. to watch just 1v1. Yeah, um, for sure. So I think it comes back to our point that we made last week um, in terms of these playoffs, and they've got to change the format um, to create that yeah. spectacle. So it would be good to see. Yeah, just reiterating for anyone that hasn't sort of listened to last week's podcast, um, I reckon that it should be a 64-man playoff series and then you play match play, essentially, um, to crown the FedEx Cup winner. Just be so much much more interesting, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and it makes it a playoff, where it, whereas, a, you know, the way it is, you sort of just... Um, trying to make an, a make a cut after every event, and it's sort of it's good, but um, yeah. and and I guess it takes the rest of the season's points into consideration and all that. But um, yeah, the match play would be pretty exciting. I think. Yeah, I think so. Like it, it just make it that much more of a spectacle. Um, but yeah, essentially, it sets up this week at East Lake. Uh, for the final of two champs, I'll just go through a few of the. So obviously they get um, DJ finishing first, or first in the standings, um, gets a bit of a lead on everyone. So essentially, so DJ will start at eight un, uh, ten under. Um, John Rahm will be in second at eight under. Um, Justin Thomas in third at seven under, Webb Simpson fourth at six under, and then Colin Morikawa at five under. So I think unless someone makes a serious run, it'll be out of those five to win it. Yeah. Um, but it's hard to go past DJ, with, especially with the two-shot lead leading into the tournament um, and how well he's yeah, playing. Yeah, that's it. Even John Rahm, two shots back. It's gonna be tough to tough to beat him. It's just how solid DJ's been the last what th- uh, three or four tournaments. Um, yeah. He's been right there. So he's yeah. only won one of them, but he's been right there for all of them. So yeah, um, you sure. can't help but be pretty certain he's going to be there again. Um, Everything just seems so yeah. piled in for him at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so is he picks for this week, Maxi? Um. I uh, probably got to go DJ again, really, don't we? Yeah. I mean, it's the safe pick. <laughs> it is the safe pick, and I think he's sort of the short price favourite for sure. Um, yeah. But I'm going. I'm going to back him in again. He's got to win <laughs> one of these. But JT, I think he's three shots back. Doesn't have the lead this year, which has got to be a good thing for him because he can just sort of yeah. go for it. And I think, yeah, being three shots back at DJ, he knows from sort of that first tee shot that he's just got to go for it and try and make as many birdies as possible. Um, yeah, yeah. I think depending on how Eastlake is playing, um, yeah, there's going to be a few birdies out there. So DJ's going to shoot a decent number. So 
Yeah, of course. It'll be good to see them um, yeah. playing some nice aggressive golf. Absolutely. Um, just another thing with the PGA Tour before we move on. Uh, yesterday they made the announcement that the Zozo Chance, which was held in Japan last year, uh, is going to be relocated just this year temporarily to Sherwood Tree Club in the US. Um, so I don't know if you've seen, but Sherwood suits one man and one man only, and that's the goat, Tiger. <laughs> so <laughs> I either look through the stats at Sherwood Country Club because they held the World Challenge there uh, for, I think, about 10, 12 years. Um, so from 2000, they held it. So in 2000, Tiger finished runner-up. 2001, he won it. 2002, runner-up. 2003, runner-up. 2004, won it. Uh, 2006, he won it. 2007, he won it. And had those couple of years where he sort of went through knee surgery. Um, 2010, he was runner-up. And 2011, he won it. And then 2013, runner-up again. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think he's going to be pretty tough to beat around there. Give the people what they want to see. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, it suits Tiger. He's always a good time for us as fans. And we love seeing him yeah. compete. Um, so, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, bring the A game. We see Tiger yep. right up there. Be good to see him up there again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so European tour this week, Maxi, uh, was it the Belfry? So for the UK mm-hmm. champs, um, final final tournament of the UK swing. Um, so Rasmus Hoygaard won it. He beat Dustin Walters in a two-hole playoff. So Walters bogeyed the second playoff hole. Um, they went down 18 twice. Um, and yeah, Walters bogeyed um, Hoygaard part it and yeah secured himself his second win of the year to take out the US champs and in doing so he won the UK swing title just edging out Sammy Horsfield as well um, so another one for the future those two guys Hoygaard and, and Sam Horsfield they're you know nice and young and and really putting some decent golf together and getting that consistency now so I think they're two to watch um, in the future for sure yeah. Um, so so yeah. now we'll go we'll go to the Corn Ferry Tour. Um, so we're at Victoria National this week, um, Brandon Wu with eighteen under, um, final round sixty five. And you mentioned earlier, Josh, that he was only pretty much playing Monday qualifiers until yeah, about six just weeks recently. Ago. He was so, playing Monday qualifiers to get into the Corn Ferry Tour event. So massive. So to get a win um, is is awesome. Um, and then we had a pretty tight leaderboard again. Um, he won by by a shot. Um, another another few at sixteen under. So um, another tight finish on another tour, which is good. Um, and we were also saying earlier that um, Brendan Wu and Curtis Luck will both get exemptions into the U.S. Open. Yeah, um, good to see. I mean, year. we th- we year. thought yeah uh, yeah. Um, so we thought it was going to happen. Um, it looked odds on for Curtis Law. Um And yeah, it has been confirmed that he has got himself a spot in the US Open alongside Brandon Wu. So that's awesome to see. Yeah. Um, and then we'll hop across to the LPGA. 
Um, so we had the where am I? Uh, Walmart Arkansas Championship, um, and we had Austin Ernst um, at twenty under, win by two shots with a sixty-three in the final round. Pretty incredible. It was pretty much the lowest score of the day. Closest um, 18 under, 69 the last day. Couldn't keep up. Um, but another another close, pretty close finish again, really. Um, yeah. So so another one that's, that's good to see. Yeah. Um, and some news this week in terms of Sophia Popov is that the, I think, LPGA or they're sort of standing their ground on um, her exemption or non-exemption for this year's Open, uh, US Open. Um, so obviously sh- with the win in the Open Championship this year, she won um, the right to play in the US Open next year. But a lot of people have been campaigning for her to be playing this year as she's obviously um, one of the most informed golfers on the LPGA and, and the tour, the Worldwide Ladies Tours. Um, my is that yes, she should be exempt like for it, and I believe she should be yeah. playing. And I think they should make a special exemption, especially with you know the year that we've dealt with in twenty twenty. Um, she should be allowed in it, but obviously they're standing their ground. Unfortunately, yeah, it's um, it's a tricky one. Um, you know, with, with winning a major and getting your your exemptions. Um, but at the end of the day, you want to see the best players. So um, I, I really don't see why they wouldn't other than sort of the, you know, tradition kind of yeah, um, sticking to the rules kind of thing. Yeah, but, uh, so but I think that's just pretty typical of golf and um, where it needs to remove itself from quickly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like she's one of the most informed players in the world. You want the best competing and you want a tight finish and you want it yeah. to provide that entertainment so people tune in and watch it. Yet your serious opportunity um, with Sophie Popov not playing, I mean, makes no mm. sense to me. No, no. Uh, then on to some equipment news this week, Maxi. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, Strixon have released their new range. I'm going to talk about their two new drivers um, today. So they've got the ZX5 and the ZX7. Um, so essentially your ZX7 is your player's model that you mostly see on tour. Um, so just have a look. So the more rounded shape um, designed for the tour players um, and mm-hmm. your sort of lower handicaps. And then the ZX5 is your sort of more forgiving stretch back um, option. So ZX7 has two weights, um, two replaceable weight back and the f- yeah so the back left back right um so you can ob- obviously sort of adjust draw and fade bias settings um as well as the adjustable hosel whereas the zx5 just has the one weight um in the back of the club and obviously the head is stretched right back to obvious um to increase that moi yep. um first impressions are the zx7 looks good um, so 15 it does yeah yeah 15% more carbon um, in the crown of both clubs and they've employed this rebound frame this year um, to try and increase ball speed over the over the whole face so 
Um, yeah, to me, ZX7 is the one I'd go for just on looks alone. Um, obviously, a yeah. huge part of why you buy a driver and um, what mm. you want out of a driver. Um, um, even looking at the in, the the five, it's not it's not ugly by by any stretch of the imagination. It's still quite a good looking club, I think. Yeah, and that's um, been the problem with Strix and drivers in the past is they just haven't looked or sounded too good to my yeah, eye anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely an interesting one and definitely worth testing because they do come in quite cheaper as well, um, sort of in that Cobra bracket of price range. So not quite the, the premium, premium stuff. So just that level below. Um, so definitely worth testing for sure. Yeah. All right. Um, so the other one we've got this week that's been popping up um, everywhere is the new Vice Golf Ball. Um. So the Vice, we've got the Vice Pro and the Vice Pro Plus. Um, the Pro Plus is the Pro V1X yeah. equivalent and the Pro is the Pro V equivalent. Um, both three-piece balls. Um, and if you look at any testing, they're, they're so good for what yeah. they are. So these are coming in at, at 50, 50 bucks a dozen. For Australian dollar? Yes, yep, that's Australian dollars. So that's what, you're sort of looking at 20 to 30 bucks cheaper than your premium yep. range um, exactly. from any sort of manufacturer, but they're that consume, straight to consumer market. So they save costs on sort of um, obviously not playing, paying tour players. Um, they're not really, they're not spending any money on their marketing um, and yeah, offering that direct to consumer sort of sale saves you a lot of money and definitely worth testing. Yeah, yeah you it. mentioned I mean, it before, but the tests that I've seen, I mean, TXG did one. Um, yeah. They loved it. I saw Rick Shields yesterday did one. Um, he also was a big fan of it. Um, lot yeah. of, a lot of sort of fans on his channel were promoting him to test it, um, and he did it and, yeah, loved it. So, um, The yeah. only thing with the TXG test I think they found is that um, it didn't have the spin drop-off with the driver. Yeah. Um, like the new Pro V1 has. Um, if that's something you're into, then go to the Pro V, I guess. But at the end of the day, it wasn't a huge amount. So it was sort of performing the same as the older Pro V. Yeah, okay. When I say older, I mean the, the previous model, not yeah, not older, older. Um, so that's good. The wear on them was pretty... I mean, um, I think Rick's one, uh, that was that was outside, so a little different. Um, yeah. He had a bit of wear. Yeah, there was a little um, bit, but um, yeah, not too but when much. But I mean, bunker shots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And with that, I mean, he uses the tailor-made um, rust wedges anyway. That's, that's it. So they're so always going to chew it up. as bad as it gets. Yeah, essentially. But, um, yeah, they look good. And I mean, at that price point, save yourself sort of 20 bucks a dozen each time. That adds up yeah. over the year. So, I mean, I don't know about you, but we go, go through a few dozen over the 20. year. Of the year. so um yeah why not save yourself especially if they perform the same yeah that's it i will say as well that line on it is that looks great yeah it's made i it. have so, no idea why nobody else has done that yeah it's um it's a strange one because you know you see how many players out there sort of are drawing a line on their ball before each round what do, what do we all do when we get to the first tee yeah exactly <laughs> almost all of us yeah it's um I mean, Callaway have done it. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of people, well, the people who don't use it are probably sort of, it's a little too intrusive, I think, for some people. Um, yeah. The pics is a little bit of a different story. Um, but yeah, just a simple black line. That's all we want, I think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Um, and last to sort of off PGA 2K21 came out this week, Maxi. That's it. That's it. Um, um, you've it obviously last, last Friday, yeah, yeah. You've had the chance to play it. I haven't yet. I have. Um, <laughs> how is it? <laughs> First impression. It's good. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, I had the Golf Club 2019. Played that a little bit. Um, it's similar, but um, all the little details on the golf course are nicer. Um, you can control your ball flight a lot better. Um, I think the the physics of in it is a little a little bit more solid. Um, really frustrating thing with the golf club is if you had a, a pin sort of tucked in the front of the green, um, you couldn't get a lot of spin on your shot. Whereas with this, you can, you can really, you can change your attack angle and, and that kind of thing. So you can um, put plenty of spin on it. Um, the way the wind affects it, if you put lots of spin on it and you're into the wind, it's going to go nowhere, <laughs> yeah. um, which is good. And it's also got plenty of, um, I was playing around with the other day, difficulty settings. Okay. Um, so you can have the option for just using the yardage book um, and no um, no normal measures. Um, you can turn all the green reading and all that sort of stuff off. So, um, yeah, I think it's got a lot of potential. Yeah, for sure. I mean, golf has been crying out for a decent sort of uh, video game for a while. So hopefully this is the start of, of good things to come and just create that exposure to the game a lot more. Yeah. All right, I mean, mate. I still would have liked to see PGA, Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2021. Yeah, it'd be but... nice. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know if we're going to see that. The rights they'd have but to pay for that is ridiculous. Get... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to getting my hands on it as well. Um, if that's it from you, that's it from me. So that about wraps it. us up for the week. Um, let's go, JT. <laughs> He's going to do it. I'm telling you. Oh, I'm not confident, but I would like to see it. I'm not going to lie. The swing looks good on Instagram this morning. So I think I did um, say that. It did look solid. <laughs> he's, he's in for a big one. Come on, JT. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll, uh, we'll speak to you next week. See ya.